Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Hyphenate here, and welcome to Talking Pictures Podcast episode... Was it seven? Seven, I think, right? Seven, wow. We made it. I'm the Hyphenate. Mari, what's going on, everybody? And we have some actual information now. We got all the news. Last week, we had very little. (laughs) Now, I kind of have a decent amount. Not, Not a whole lot, but definitely substantial. I've got a little bit less than last week, but... I have quite a few things that will some stuff on some movies. Keep us busy, keep I, you entertained. You said you have some on TV. Yeah, I've just got like one on movies, but it's not even really news. The first thing I I want to talk about is what Shoot. just happened this past weekend, WrestleMania. Oh yeah, WrestleMania 36, the first ever with no audience. No audience. It's so weird. It felt. Did you see my uh, Instagram uh, post? No, what was on it? my story? So it was so awkward. I was recording the video of it, probably incriminating myself. But it was so awkward, so weird, so quiet. You know, they're trying to hype it up, trying to scream, trying to yell, trying yeah. to, you know, overact. And it, I just couldn't do it. And then I was telling my girlfriend, and she sends me, she's like, here, play this. So I played it on my surround sound. I played an hour of WWE fans cheering. <laughs> so you so you had, like, essentially, like, a laugh track yeah. of cheering? I played myself in the surround sound, and then I can hear, like, the grunts and screams and everything from my laptop. So that's how I was able to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you sent me something. <laughs> oh, I did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you sent it to me. You're like, put this in the background. Um, oh, yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, it definitely it, helped. It, it, I, it did help? Oh, yeah. I paused it, and then I just couldn't do it without it. So yeah, I, like, I, I, I should go have back. done it too, and I had a Bluetooth speaker that I could have just put right next to me to like have that cheering like you had. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. And it was fun. Like you're like a little operator because you have to pause it whenever they do their like confessionals or talking <laughs> crap behind the <laughs> scenes, <laughs> or, or like play it a little bit before because they always have like the cheering coming in after something happened in the video, and then they run out. But yeah. <laughs> hey man, I feel like we should do a video on that on like our tech channel or something. Just be like, yo, here's how to watch wrestling right now with no audience. <laughs> yeah, because that's how they. That's Bro, what that's doing. brilliant. Monday. Tonight, right? Raw tonight. They're gonna tonight. Have they have another Raw. Probably. And also, still no audience. We're not gonna have an audience for a, while. for a while. But uh, yeah, so WrestleMania 36, it was definitely different because of the no crowd. Yeah. And definitely things had to change because a lot of the wrestlers right now, some of them are kind of in quarantine. That like couldn't like so. Oh, and Roman. Well, some are sicker. That's what they haven't announced officially that they're sick. But yeah, some of them had said that they they were. Uh, going to get tested or something something like that oh, they, like wow. Rey mysterio was out um the miz was out so they had to change they had a, a triple threat tag team match uh-huh. and so instead it was a ladder match but because miz couldn't perform possibly because he might be testing positive yeah um he they they turned it into a triple threat singles match to represent the entire team yeah so that was definitely different like that's i don't think that's ever been done where you have one person fighting for the whole tag team i mean they've done that with like handicap matches before uh-huh. but this was like every single team was one person. one person yeah yeah um but that match was actually pretty cool the finish was brilliant where um was it was it morrison no no was it morrison the one, yeah who uh grabbed the, the belts like they were all three of them oh, had the belts yeah. in their hand all of them <laughs> together had like the the thing that holds the belts yeah and then eventually he grabs he falls back but he ended up like unlatching them and uh-huh. he fell with them and then he ended up picking them up so he became he was a winner that was a brilliant brilliant finish i love that um yeah. let's talk about what is i think getting the most amount of praise the undertaker aj styles match that one was kind of weird i mean i actually thought that one was cool that one was probably one of my favorite ones I mean, that's. I think we were talking about it last week or a, a few weeks prior, but talking about how they were going to do WrestleMania, right? And you were saying how they were like already some shooting some things, yeah. yeah. So that's why I was just kind of taking that and thinking, oh, they're going to do a graveyard match because I think I asked you and you're like, yeah. whoa, we can only assume, yeah. And then because uh, well, they called it, it a boneyard, 
the fiend but, and, uh, uh but it yeah like I, they hadn't said it was a buried alive match uh-huh. uh which is what <laughs> it pretty much was but yeah. they called it a boneyard but i thought it was really cool they did it they did it like a like a like a film right yeah, yeah. they did it like a movie but the it still was like very wrestling centric, like as far as the way they they fight backstage. It was and stuff like that. a little weird. It just kind of seemed like a wrestling match in an episode of The Office or something. For it sure, was so weird. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then even with like, but I mean, there's no real way around it. I guess maybe if they had better uh, people on the behind the scenes, because like with the Edge, and I think the Edge and, and Edge uh, and Randy Orton last man standing match was like the oh. took the cake for me but even in some moments you could see like they're moving the lights and everything and it's like he just gets blown out you can't even see him he's so white but they're like adjusting the lights and everything so with that on the like graveyard match it was just so weird like the light was just like so overpowering and sometimes you can't really like well because the the edge and randy Orton still felt real right because like definitely like the people that are adjusting the lights it's because they're part of the camera crew following this real life action right but it's the, the, the the vibe it's supposed to give off right real life so like the even the lights being adjusted didn't take you out of this is staged because it just it felt like okay we have to light them up yeah. we have to do what we can as we follow them around so it still felt like more real but whereas the the, the Undertaker but AJ Styles like you it, said it is also like, felt like it was pre recorded I mean obviously it might it might have been who knows but because there's even one point where they have. Like everything was already prepared. They were going to fight in these areas. Yeah. They were going to be moving well, that's all how they around. Do it, all the yeah, yeah. I mean, matches. this is obvious. So, what looked like photography setups were actually lights that were helping them, but they just maybe oh, they improvised and went this way, and they had to right. come over here. But there was one point even when they uh, have all the boxes stacked up right next to the eighteen wheeler, where Randy Orton is on like one, and he starts to go up one, and then the the top of the eighteen wheeler, mm-hmm. the train, but, but then it cuts, and he's like. Like already like about to get on the eighteen wheeler, so it was kind of like continuity issue right there. I was like, oh, that's oh, but then again, it's pre recorded or whatever. They probably chopped it all up, and it just so happened to be like that. Really, I didn't, I didn't catch that, or I, I didn't see it as like a it sped I, through time because because they shot they what were you talking about? If I remember correctly, they went to Orton. Yeah, like Edge and was it, already up on top. Orton is like trying to get up there, and maybe I blinked and missed something, mm-hmm. but it just looked weird to me because i was watching it and i was like wait okay he's getting up there he's got one more box edges up there sick they're about to fight on top of this trailer and then he's already like up there hmm. like one, go back one and see that section up I, unless i unless i blinked and i missed it <laughs> but it, it felt to me that felt like very organic uh-huh. i didn't i didn't see any like, it was like flowing it, yeah it felt organic like the way they normally do those matches yeah. like those matches i don't think i don't think that was shot in multiple takes i thought that was shot I think I'm pretty sure you would shot all in one take because it's something that they already normally do. Yeah. The only thing with Undertaker, that one took actually eight hours to film, um, but that's because they did. <laughs> it's like a, it's a production set. Yeah. And everything. That was a production yeah. set. The other one just felt like cameras and cameras Fight and cameras. Fight and we'll follow you guys. Yeah. Like like normal. So um, I don't know. I have to go back to see if what you're saying is correct or not. But um, that felt like a normal match to me yeah i mean especially after what by the end i'm like damn these guys fought for like an hour you can see how tired they are like, like they're, and they're sweaty hour. they're like and they're barely moving like yeah the whole time I think, it was, I think it was like what 35 40 minute match that's crazy man yeah these guys were like sweating the, hey man like edge, edge came out great man he is phenomenal. he's 46 years old he's amazing um, good for him man. man like the fact that he was able to come back i gotta watch that documentary oh yeah him? yeah yeah there's a there's a there's a great wwe 24 documentary so they do the wwe 24 24 7 i forget what they call it but essentially it's like a it's a documentary on whoever they choose right yeah so this one is on edge 
and it's oh my god not only is it motivating inspiring but it's like very like uplifting it's heartwarming it's it's an it's it's so gives you all the good feelings it's one of the best documentaries i've ever seen bro that's how good it is like <laughs> you haven't even seen the tiger king come down no <laughs> man i don't want to watch it I, i've heard enough that i'm i'm good on it um someone did a deep fake using his face the guy really because he, he hates this chick uh carol baskin yeah, yeah another tiger the, the lady. Chick who killed her husband with her everything tiger. the guy's just uh he's just like who killed my dog that bitch carol baskin he's <laughs> like <laughs> deep fake he's even got the voice down that's um, hilarious very very good so yeah that was good the the kevin owens two parts i think a lot of people might not know this but wrestlemania was in two parts first Saturday time ever sunday i think with this and the way it's set up they had to um i think on a normal night it would be a one day thing because yeah, it's like eight hours, right? Usually, WrestleMania. Um, well, it usually days. wasn't, but it's it's turned into that. Like throughout the last few years, it's been yeah. like it's turned into like a five hour uh, WrestleMania with like a two hour pre show. Yeah. So with the amount of people that last night, need to be I there, I think in total was like an eight hour or something over like the that. past over the two days or these this past weekend, yeah, because it was three hours and four hours, which is seven, and they both had uh, an hour each. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, surprised it kept, So I was that was uh, nine kept, hours. It kept going with after the Fiend and Cena. I thought it was going to end with that. Yo, man. Okay, let's talk about that match. The Fiend and Cena, man. That, <laughs> like, that, I get it. That pissed me off. But I hate it. <laughs> no, like, okay. It was pretty entertaining, pretty brilliant, like, as far as, like, that whole, like, storyline, that psychoactive, whatever, you know, yeah. all that crazy madness and, and John Cena kind of coming back in through all his different iterations mm-hmm. and The Fiend just fucking with him. And so, like... But no match. It, it, it lasted kind of longer than I wanted it to. I'm like, oh, I think you could have cut some of this down. Yeah. I think it could have been, like, two minutes shorter, a minute and a half shorter. And it could have just gone a little faster. But okay, cool. That was all good. And then it shows... There's no match, no fighting. Every time John Cena tries to hit him, it's like very comical. And then at the end, like he ends up giving him like the mandible claw, Mankind's uh, finisher. And then he ends up... Bray Wyatt as another Bray Wyatt. You know, Bray (laughs) Wyatt... Or, or, you know, the Bray Wyatt counts the three for the Fiend. Uh And I'm like, okay, well, that's obviously not a referee. So that can't be the match. I was like, so I was like, okay, cool. So the way John Cena entered, right, and he comes in front and he's like, oh, welcome to WrestleMania. And then it cuts to all that crazy madness, right? Yeah. That whole cutscene thing, whatever they did, that whole little mini short film of, <laughs> of acid trips, which is really cool, though. I thought at the end of the Manable Claw, it was like, okay, now you're going to cut back to John Cena in front of that stage of Welcome to WrestleMania and then he's like, what, what the, the fuck yeah. just happened? Like, <laughs> like, like he's tripping, like, damn, that was crazy. How the hell did he do that? You know, whatever. And then let's go to the match. Yeah. But it wasn't, it just ended. There was no and match. And then it was just stupid ass Titus O'Neil. so bad for my, yeah, like. Well, he was just like, what, what, what? Well, at least I what got, we I got some watch? comedy out of that, remembering Titus O'Neil for his slip up two years ago. <laughs> so I felt really bad because my little cousin, he's eight years old, and he was looking forward to WrestleMania, hyping it up all week. And he's like, John Cena's going to fight, right? I was like, yeah, John Cena's going to fight. Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put his iPad down. He's glued to the screen. Doesn't has no idea what's going on. And then it just goes to the next f- match. And he's like, looks at me like, what's what, what yeah, happened? I'm honestly, like, that was super disappointing. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially John Cena hasn't really been wrestling. And I know it's because he's doing all these movies and stuff. Yeah. But like. And make a wish. Yeah. Dude has holds well, no, the no, title but, for no, no, like no, the most make a wish foundation. No, I know, but like he can do that still with the with wrestling. But I'm, I'm saying like doing the movies has taken him away from from do, w, doing WWE. He's not even really doing that many movies, right? I think the last one he did was with. Well, he's, uh, he's doing something right now because the reason why the firefighter one. I, I don't know. That yeah. one just came out. But the reason he couldn't wrestle is because another movie. 
That's why, like, so I thought he actually had time in between movies and he was oh, going to be allowed so to. There's so, probably a contract that said con- he can go do it, but don't fight. Exactly. Ah, I, I guarantee that's the reason something. why I could see that. there was Definitely. no actual physical fighting. Because if he got injured, it would mess up his movie. That's why The Rock couldn't come back. The Rock tried to come back several times, but then these movies, contracts. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. So, so, like, annual. actually, I saw, a uh, what was I watching? A documentary on something. Um, the, uh, the Rock and Triple H were actually supposed to wrestle after wrestlemania 30 so um, do you remember wrestlemania 30 no not 30 i'm sorry 30 32 the one that took place outside and yeah 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 um in in uh, santa clara uh, near san francisco oh, yeah, yeah. uh so i was actually at that wrestlemania it was amazing one of my <laughs> favorite wrestlemanias and it was That's, amazing to, to just watch was that when the hardys came back no no no, no that, that was, was a different year right. no this is a so this one um ronda rousey was a crowd she was in wwe yet and then triple h uh he ends up beating sting um, and then later on, like Triple H and Stephanie, they're doing their very like authority type stuff. And then The Rock comes out and they have oh, yeah. a little altercation. And then Ronda Rousey comes out. And then yeah, Ronda you're not Ra- going to hit a woman, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, that, so after, so I guess what they were setting up for that is either the the following WrestleMania or the one after that. They were they actually had talks. It was already set up. Triple H versus The Rock. But then sick. The Rock's movie contracts got in the way and he couldn't do it anymore. And that's why they brought. Um, who did they bring? Um, or or uh, no no, and that's why uh, when it was st- or actually I think it was the following year because it was Steph- Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, yeah, one of the most amazing entrances ever <laughs> when they came in together on their bikes. Oh my god, that was hard. <laughs> so those two versus um, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah. At that point, I think it was supposed to actually originally be Triple H versus uh, The Rock. The Rock, and then. Uh. And then maybe it would have turned into a tag. I don't know. But anyway, so that was actually supposed to happen. So right now with John Cena, I'm pretty sure it's the movie contracts that are in the way of why he couldn't do WrestleMania the right way. So it should have, though. It pisses me off. He should never have like <laughs> said that he was going to be at WrestleMania and have a match with just that little piece. It should have went back to him and then let's go fight. Now let's let's go have this fight. But then John Cena could be off his game because now he's like super tripped out. Yeah. And then The Fiend can beat his ass because John Cena's like, you know, it didn't even have to be a long match. It could have been something pretty simple. Yeah, John like, Cena's not going to come back to Raw or SmackDown or anything. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like you could have had a match, a two like fucking oh my god, the two championship matches felt the exact same. It was finishers, finishers, done within like a oh, few yeah, minutes. With, uh, Brock Finish, and uh, Brock and and uh, Drew and uh, Drew McIntyre and then Braun Strowman and Goldberg. They were literally the same matches. Yeah. And they were both short as hell, and they were both whack as hell, and they both fin... Oh, no, no, actually, no. Luckily, first night, the Goldberg and Braun didn't finish the night. It was uh. it was AJ Styles and Undertaker. That finished the night. So I'm also hyped that AJ Styles finally got, you know, a, he got to do main event WrestleMania. Yeah. Technically, that's main event WrestleMania. Uh, and uh, But yeah, like, both those two world championship matches sucked balls. They were both <laughs> finisher, finisher, kick out finisher finisher you know boom new title new champion new champion i was like oh my god you guys did the same shit and it was super lackluster like give me a match and uh yeah so i was i was kind of upset i was surprised with um selena vega she's not managing andrade anymore i think so yeah andrade's uh injured her now okay so she just they just wanted to pair her with uh someone else so well, i forgot those guys yeah because andre andrade was supposed to actually be at wrestlemania but he's, he's injured so yeah, uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. That was a great yeah, match. And he jumped off the WrestleMania. And he, sign. <laughs> yeah, that, that elbow drop off that like 10, 15 foot WrestleMania sign. That was amazing. Onto the announce table. But who does the best jumps? Edge's was a little weak. I can understand. 
Which he he kind of oh, like oh, walked off and then like went lower. Yeah. Instead of like jumping off. Yeah. Like Shane McMahon for sure. Shane McMahon like I think. Oh, he Shane's takes a beast, the cake. bro. He what was his highest one like off the cage? No, he did a higher one off like uh, uh when he did it off Big Show. Oh my God, it's incredible. I'll show it to you after <laughs> if you haven't seen it. But he this was like in like two two thousand two two thousand one. Uh, he had a match against Big Show and he climbed up like the side of like the Titan Tron and then went higher and then went higher and then it was oh bro, I was scared for Dude. him, bro. It was it was amazing. I, love I, it. I think that's the high like Jeff Hardy, I think, has the best jumps off of everything. Yeah. But I think uh I think I feel like Shane McMahon Shane McMahon has the highest jump doesn't ever. Care. And then you you said uh which Hardy, sorry? Jeff or Jeff Matt? Hardy. Jeff Hardy does like he has like grace and like is oh, it just looks it looks fun. gorgeous yeah. yeah it's like a swan dive or something yeah. like he just does it with grace and finesse and shane is just like oh shane also, i'll drop off that shane right? also okay. did an elbow drop off the hell in a cell which was like yeah, spectacular. Okay, so, yeah. oh my god that, but, but that's like the but, recent one right oh uh, no that one. was like 2014 2015 oh. no no 2016 2015 i remember he did oh i guess oh, no, well, he, he did it twice uh. Uh, off of hell in a cell so he did it not too long ago too but yeah so that's wrestlemania 36 <laughs> i think there were some good matches some very lackluster and i was not happy with the championship matches yeah. the, the, the heavyweight championship matches um but honestly man like i'm pretty hyped that there's still someone creating entertainment for us definitely yeah. they're the only sports right now in the world right now really that i know AEW. i mean we talked about I mean, last yeah, week the marble race AEW, yeah but so those two they're the only ones like yeah. basketball football baseball everything's out you know it's no, pretty yeah, crazy for sure. and we'll see for how long so man, that was kind of long on WrestleMania, but it was awesome. <laughs> it's a big event. Overall, I I enjoyed watching it. What's the um, next one? The, what's the best WrestleMania? What's ever? the next one? Sorry. Oh, oh, the, oh, the next pay per view, Money in the Bank, in May. In May, yeah. Sick. No, is it, do you know if anybody's holding a a briefcase right now? No, no one no. has one right now. It's been cashed in. I believe so. Yeah. I think I've only ever seen one get cashed in, and that's when Seth Rollins did it at one of the pay per view. At the events. WrestleMania. Oh, that was a great one. Actually, the one that was the one I was at. Oh, oh, wait, oh, you were yeah, there? Yeah. That happened? Yeah. It was out of nowhere, too. I was like, wait, what the uh, hell's going on? That's when I like, it was, kind of started really getting yeah, back into wrestling. Yeah, and I wasn't wrestling. really big into, like, I didn't really care for Seth Rollins that, that much. Like, I, 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 I've always respected him as an amazing wrestler. I think he's incredible. I think him and AJ Styles right now are probably the best wrestlers in WWE. Yeah. Um, like, technical wrestling. Like, they, they, they're, they're the shit. Um, but I was like, at first, I was like, because I wanted Brock to win. And then... Uh, I was like, what the hell? But then the way it happened, because Seth Rollins was kind of like, eh, it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> I loved the way he won. But yeah. yeah. So, um, Money in the Bank is actually Edge won his first championship like that Money in the Bank oh, as well. Using, catching yep. it in. Sick. Yeah. A lot of people actually have. Um, so dope. All right. So now let's move on to something else. Um, I have a bunch something of stuff. Something else. Well, Mo- movies, I don't have that much. I've only got this one that Onward was released finally on Disney Plus on Friday. So it'd been out for like two weeks in theaters. Oh, yeah. Two weeks. Uh, theater at home and then finally uh, that was fast. Friday on Disney Plus very fast on Disney Plus if you got Disney Plus check it out I really liked it uh, I recently got in, into Dungeons and Dragons as I've told you the, um, the, the tabletop the, the game, game yeah, yeah acting it out and everything so it really kind of like pulls from that and that oh, really? lore and everything they even talk the, one of the brothers plays a tabletop game and instead of calling it like a role playing game, it's a like role playing scenario. Oh. <laughs> so it's just something that's normal to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's <and> hilarious. <laughs> so there's just small little things like that. Yeah, that I really. I'm gonna really, have to really check it out. It didn't really catch my attention, but everybody that's watched it has told me it's really good. So you got gonna... Star Lord and Spider Man, man. True. <laughs> and let's see on movies, Marvel, more Disney stuff. Uh, Black Widow got an official re release date um, from May to 
or I don't even know you would would you call it a re-release? No, it's not a re-release. Nah. It's a just a new date, Push. a new release date. <laughs> just got pushed back. Yeah, uh, Black Widow is now going to be on November sixth. Uh, so I'm guessing Eternals is going to be pushed to next year. Oof, Eternals, they, man. Yeah, want to say that bad. And let's see. Oh, movies. There's a movie that's coming out. Um, it's going to be available on April fourteenth. It's Mortal Kombat Legends: Scorpion's Revenge. It's is that like the YouTube? videos like no 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 so this is actually an animated movie oh so i, I believe it's like a re- mature rating that's like more like violent graphic but it's like yeah everything. but it's a cartoon that's dope and it's the uh what i saw was that the so mortal kombat was created by ed boone and tobias oh man i forget the other guy's name but essentially the noob cyborg character from mortal kombat is actually the two co-creators names flipped in reverse their last uh, uh, so it's like ed uh, so boone and then tobias so that's why he's called noob cybot Uh, yeah (laughs) so that they they used both their names there um but eventually tobias ended up i guess they had a falling out or for whatever forgot i don't know the details but essentially tobias left mortal kombat for a long time and Mm -hmm. then ed boone has been the one who kept moving it all these years but i saw on this script that both of them are credited on the writing so i don't know if they're both back on good terms and like working together or if just like he has to credit him because he's using his characters because they, they, oh, they yeah. created these I'm characters sure together something like that but um but normally i don't see tobias's name on mortal kombat stuff yeah so i i kind of think that there might be something about he came back into the picture um because like actually about what on mortal kombat the last mortal kombat um mortal kombat 11 which is amazing i still love playing that game um they, because uh, since they split up, on uh, you couldn't actually, they could never say noob Cybot because oh. <laughs> Tobias. So when they split up, when he used the character, they would just call him for all the previous games after the split, or um, yeah, after the split, um, noob. They would just call him noob. <laughs> couldn't say noob Cybot. But now yeah. in this last one, which came out what a year ago, a year and a half ago, it's he's referred to as noob Cybot. So nice. they might they so might be on good terms. But yeah, but there. the so they have a teaser. They have a they have a red band trailer actually oh, nice. <laughs> that you can watch on YouTube for Mortal Kombat Legends: Scorpion's Revenge, and it actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks very entertaining. So um, is it a long uh, trailer? Or it's like a minute and a half, oh, maybe two good. minutes. I can't do like three four minute trailers. They give you like the whole movie. Oh, I know. I hate that. Cannot too. do it. Uh, it's gonna be uh, like straight to the streaming platforms. I think so. I, I I think yeah, but I think you have to like purchase it and so like, or I think they're gonna like oh, buy it on Vudu, yeah, buy it on yeah, Amazon, exactly. rent per, it. Yeah, purchase it and rent For it. Yeah. Sure. But it looks That's good. I, I think I want to watch it. All right, I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. <laughs> Did you hear that the Tiger King is the uh, most watched Netflix in the past 15 days? I like, believe just it. The, every day, the amount that I've heard <laughs> and everything that like I'm telling you, like I haven't even watched it and I feel like I know everything about the show. Uh, or at least all the key points just of the all show. the memes and everything yeah all the memes and everything that people are posting on social media it's like i could tell that the whole world like even like everybody that i follow um like like joe rogan uh-huh. somebody was telling him about it and now <laughs> joe rogan's posting about it like <laughs> just everybody's posted about it i, I, I see it, it everywhere um but yeah I, I definitely believe it man and it's crazy like it's uh it's just wild it's a def- definitely a super wild story. Pretty sure most of these people have already seen it. Oh, and, oh and they're adding new episodes. Oh, I didn't hear or that. One, one new episode. <laughs> one new episode. Yeah, they're adding one new episode very soon. <laughs> is it going to be like the trial or something? I don't know. Because apparently they opened up like the cold case file. So we'll see what happens with that. No, there's something that's already been filmed, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so may- maybe it was like, 
I don't even want to speculate. Yeah. But they announced that there is going to be another episode coming <laughs> so soon. Crazy. Right? I know. <laughs> so, like, I don't think it was planned to be there until, um, like, they saw how popping this is. They're like, all right, let's throw another episode. I think you might. I got two things that I think you'd will absolutely love one small thing is just uh archer season 11 i had no idea it's on I season haven't 11 watched archer, but i, I i've seen some clips and it looks hilarious really good but i'm surprised they're on season 11 and that's already been delayed Damn. from may 6th to later this year so yeah. that's kind another of unfortunate delay. yeah but two things one they'll be really quick but the second one i'm pretty sure you're gonna want to talk about for a little bit you might also have it uh but for the first one production designer of chernobyl i'm pretty sure you didn't watch that show on hbo i haven't seen it but, but i hear really amazing good. things he signed on for cassian andor for disney plus for who cassian andor what's that they're gonna do a show on cassian andor and uh what's that i don't know, you don't what know cassian is. andor no. star wars oh cassian the 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 dude from from rogue one yeah they're gonna do a show oh, i i heard you say casting andor no cassian andor gotcha cassian yeah i gotcha cassian andor yeah so that's going to be a disney plus show and uh they already got the production i, I think that's that, brilliant so, that's so this gonna is going to be, be kind of like post- be, before no no probably no because it can't be post well, he gonna, died well no it's going to show the rising of the rebellion but it can't be on cassian if cassian's dead so it's going to have to be because he's already in the rebellion that's it, what i'm saying so it's going to show the rebellion rising but it can't up. Be so post. with him it's going to be pre-rogue one no, I'm not saying post-Rebellion. or Oh, well, you said post. Yeah, like post. So it's going to be the Rebellion's already out and everything, right. but it's just going to show his adventures through the Rebellion. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. before he meets Jyn Erso. Yeah, yeah. And he'll probably already be working with the... With K- yeah, K- Alan Tudyk is already uh, signed on. What's the, what's the name of that that, that droid? K-30 or K- KG-30? I don't know. Yeah. Not. Somebody posted in the comments. He's hilarious. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, that's, uh, I'm, that sounds awesome. Yeah, to get a show. So they're giving shows to everybody. Which sucks, and, 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 and Cassian was a dick, right? Like it start he starts off as a dick. So Kinda, like, yeah, like very selfish and yeah, yeah, so. very like like he he's been through war too much where he's like, man, you know, fuck all this shit. Yeah, right. But he's still, he, I mean, like not that fuck all this shit. Like he wants to leave the rebellion, but he's like he's a hard ass. He, yeah. Like he doesn't budge. So we'll see so, more of that. Yeah. So it than might be either him already like that or what got him to that. Yeah, that could be true, because yeah, he changes. He has a yeah, bit yeah. of an arc in the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so. Apparently, everybody's getting shows on Disney+. Plus. This is very unfortunate. Kevin Smith just came out about this. I don't know if you no. heard. No? Kevin Smith talks about the show he wrote for Disney+, Plus called Kingdom Creepers. Mm-hmm. I guess it's based off of a series of books uh, that follows Disneyland hosts. I think they're holographic, if I'm not mistaken, in the park by day. So, just their day-to-day routine. But then at night, they fight the villains of the park. Like, the villains come to life. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I guess the whole book series kevin smith so there so there's already a book series about this book series yeah because he posted a picture of like all the books okay but i guess he wrote it like wrote the script or whatever Mm -hmm. the series like two years ago um he was saying how it's like it's the most ips by the biggest company he wasn't allowed to say too much but it's like the biggest project ever made essentially yeah because it's going to use a lot of ips but it got tossed out because uh I guess it went from one exec, Disney Plus, before Disney Plus was a thing, when they were like getting everything together, went to a new exec, and then this exec saw uh, Kevin Smith's script or whatever and said, no, nah, we got to trash this. This is way too many IPs. I mean, I, I guess I can see that if it's like, it would be, I mean, it's all owned by them, but yeah. it, it's probably be, it, it would probably be expensive to be able to like make all those different like let's say all those villains, right? Uh-huh. With all their powers, like it'd probably be very heavy CGI. Oh um, yeah, and it'd be like probably- expensive and on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got like let's say you have 
you know, Jafar. Then you have, uh, you know, and he has a bunch of powers. Yeah, and, 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 his, and like, I'm guessing like the sets too, like all the sets that you have to get for all these different types of villains and, and they're, if you're, if you're working within their realm, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is, or or the, did you have to film it at Disneyland? You know what I mean? Like, Well, here's so, the kicker too, because this reminded me of a project that John Favreau has been sitting on for like at least five, eight years mm-hmm. called uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I think it's like a bit of a passion project for him. It's uh, attractions at a theme park come to life. So it's essentially the exact same thing, but he wants to do a movie. And it's been on his IMDb pro- profile. It's been there. It hasn't gone away. I think there's even some well, I mean, articles where from like, the sound it was of getting it sounds really very close. similar to each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, obviously, when I first heard it, I was making the comparison to like The Simpsons when they go okay. to Itchy and Scratchy Land and then everything turns. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. kind of something like that where like at least that's what I think I read from an article. But this, I'm, so just, I'm that, saying so it's, it's still, been on the shelf for so, so but there's long. there's no movement on John Favreau's? There's no movement. But he it's hasn't left his IMDb profile. It's been up mm. there for a good solid six years at least that's crazy it's wild so we'll see if they ever make that i think it's an amazing concept maybe he's just too busy because he's killing it right now bro yeah john, Favre- john favreau's amazing well, like there wasn't even in talks about the mandalorian when i first heard about him working oh, on really? this so like he's Damn. just constantly taking things in a new direction but yeah magic kingdom the in development production status written by michael chaban he did john carter which was a flop yeah, that I heard, was a really I good heard movie. terrible things about it. But really good movie. Really? Really good movie, just a flop. Uh, it's I a thought it ex- wasn't good. It's a good example of not putting enough money in your distribution. like Marketing? Uh, marketing. Probably mar- marketing. Yeah. So it, it was, yeah. It I don't know. It tanked. But I, I've seen it a few times. It's it's a good watch. So, I, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. That's what I have on TV. Um, there is a, a Nipsey Hussle, who's a big yeah. rapper, uh, who passed away? He and he had a lot of influence. He was working on a documentary about Doctor Sebi, who is uh, uh, I forgot I forgot the actual terminology, but um, a naturalist, herbalist, something like that. He did a lot. He treated a lot of um, sicknesses, a lot of illnesses for people with natural herbal medicines, um, and he has a huge following. And I haven't tried any of his stuff and I haven't had like, um, and I had, I don't really know anybody who's actually done it, but from all accounts on his side and yeah. people that are big supportive of his, he's been effective. Um, he actually like, it's, he, he said he cured AIDS in like many patients and the state of New York actually tried to sue him because he was actually posting that he cured AIDS <laughs> and he wasn't a doctor. He like, he taught, like he wasn't a medical doctor. He didn't go to school for it. He like taught himself all this stuff. Wow. And the state of New York actually like he beat the case. So there's a, there's a lot of conspiracy. There are a lot of conspiracy theories that like, cause he ended up dying like in jail for some reason. And it, it seems like, because he was a huge threat to the medical industrial complex and, you know, people that thrive off us being sick, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of theory. There, there are a lot of theories that he was killed off because he was, he was you know, a problem. Yeah. Um, and so then Nipsey Hussle 
started a documentary and he was very vocal about it. He would be on radio station interviews and he was talking about, oh yeah, we're working on this. And he started getting a bunch of messages from people and like comments like, yo, be careful, bro. They're going to kill you off, man. Like you're like, you're going to really upset the establishment right now. Like, you know, just like a lot of warnings that are very public that like, yo, this is, this is not something you want to, you gotta, you gotta proceed with caution because this guy there, you know, from everybody's accounts on that side saying, yeah, Dr. CB is legit and this, you don't want to get wrapped up in this shit, but we need to know this story, right? Yeah. Or we need to know more about this, like bring this to light because, you know, and Dr. CB's family still creates a lot of products that are natural, naturalistic, herbalistic um, medicines that supposedly treat a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, And so Nipsey Hussle ended up passing away like shortly after, you know, talking all this stuff about, you know, the documentary he was working on. Yeah. And then there's a lot of conspiracy about that like i mean it was it seemed to be very gang related you know um but there's a theory there's there are a lot of conspiracy theories with like oh maybe that dude was like strong like the dude who killed nipsey was like you know it, it was orchestrated by the people the medical industrial complex right yeah that's a theory we don't know probably will never know but when nipsey hustle died and a lot of people were like that was like the first thing that was one of the things that went viral when nipsey hustle died it was like damn it's because he's working on dr cb's <laughs> yeah uh you know documentary so nick cannon had ended up saying on a radio interview like shortly after like that same week or something like yo um you know i know that he was working on this documentary but i'm gonna continue this for him i'm gonna help him i'm, I'm gonna finish this for him like the world needs to know and i want to do like i want to do this like service for nipsey hustle right by like continuing and finishing it yeah. well they finally released this week the trailer to the documentary and it looks really damn good. Oh, wow. So it's an actual documentary on Dr. CB, and especially focusing on how he cured AIDS. Yeah. Um, and and the court case. So I've heard a lot of people say that Dr. CB is BS and you know he was a fraud and blah blah blah. But it sounds like a lot of people that just kind of like watch the news and the news doesn't ever really spread information positive about people that actually find ways to heal people. No. Right. The, anything that, that disrupts the medical industrial complex, like it's true. Like, I mean, we don't know how deep these things are either fact or fiction, conspiracy, truth or not, but it's definitely evident that they definitely suppress, you know, like, Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. Like, like even like, um, there's a patent on marijuana, bro, that the FBI had owned since like the thirties or forties. And it's like, you know, it's been illegal for all these years. Like, hmm, it's very, you know, it definitely seems like it was a problem for the, and even to this day, that's why even vaping right now is getting under attack is because it's actually hurting the tobacco industry. Like yeah. a lot of these stop vaping campaigns are created by tobacco yeah. companies. It's like, what the fuck? Like, but you're still like trying to like, like it, but like it's these other companies owned by these companies. So you don't know. Anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting off tangent. <laughs> There's a lot of craziness, but yeah. Yeah, so this documentary is called Strong Enemies, The Untold Story of Dr. CB. Nice. So it looks really good. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out for sure. That sounds really good. I actually saw a really good movie uh, documentary on gorillas, which is crazy. On gorillas? Yeah. So really getting into documentaries lately, but that one sounds like, sounds amazing. I'm surprised that they were able to get that far. There, there are a lot on animals and crazy stuff that animals do. Like I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast the other day with um, Eric Weinstein, and they were talking about like this crazy amount of stuff that like these animals do, bro. Like, 
don't even want to get into it just because it's so <laughs> wild and it can just go forever but it's wild man so like there are definitely a lot of great documentaries that have been out and that are coming out on animals and their behavior and the more like you learn about animals you realize like like i don't know man when i hear people talk about uh how we are so terrible which i think humans for the most not for the most part but for a good portion of humans like yeah we are kind of terrible mm-hmm. but like i've always heard like a, a lot of these people say like oh you know like animals don't do that or you know trying to compare us to like we're more savage than animals which to a certain extent it's true but it's like animals fight it's yeah. like the, the only reason they don't go to war is because they 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 lack the 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 ability to congregate and organize beyond their packs you know like like but they do people create you know these animals create packs and they have big fights you know stuff like that with other people whatever uh, other animals but anyways point is like it's just wild man there's some great documentaries (laughs) that'll just like teach you amazing stuff about just like nature that yeah really correlate to humans too no definitely yeah you didn't catch that by any chance that one earth at night where they use Mm -hmm. like super expensive cameras and lenses to see like like in complete darkness pretty much but to see it like like if it was crystal clear to see what nature is doing oh, at that time god it's insane or when it's that dark it's a different perspective dude especially yeah. with the, the tech that they what, use what's it called uh i think it's earth at night on netflix that sounds pretty dope yeah, they even have a an episode where they talk about the camera that they use and the different kind of mounts that they had to put on the gimbal on the freaking jeep on the front so that they could just drive around and not get out and scare the animals super crazy man and then it's especially i think they do most of the episodes if not all of the episodes with moonlight so it has like even more light like kind of yeah. like using it as a source right so that one was awesome uh let's see i, I think it. i don't have anything yeah, yeah. you don't have uh, anything uh, on uh, gaming uh, oh yeah a gaming uh call of duty Ooh. modern warfare 2 remastered came out one month early on ps4 xbox oh, has wow. to wait um and it's modern warfare 2 is an incredible game probably one of my favorite call of duty games to date um, is that the one that introduced like the exosuits or was that the first one the exosuits is that the one where like you could like run on walls and do high jump stuff? Yeah. No, that was mm-hmm. in, uh, Infinite Warfare. No, oh, oh. no, the one before uh, Advanced Warfare. No, Modern Warfare Two oh, was Modern. huge on PS3, um, and 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 whatever Xbox what 360 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it, like 2000, 2010, I would play Modern Warfare Two heavy, and it was amazing. So like Modern Warfare, they have a Modern Warfare that came out this last year. Yeah. Um, which is like a reboot of that version of call of duty um but it's a new story well they just relaunched uh, they just read redid a the remastered version of modern warfare 2 but not the full game so you don't have any multiplayer modes you can't go online what? it's only the campaign wow so only the story mode and my guess is they're probably eventually going to end up doing a call of duty modern warfare 2 like release where they're going to you know charge a separate uh, okay. fee to do the online gameplay for sure but uh but the latest modern warfare has some uh like released a f- like a month two months ago probably like a month ago uh the rust map yeah, yeah. which is awesome i love that i mean that's from modern warfare 2 uh-huh but uh yeah so that's the only gaming piece i have right that's here cool. is uh that's the awesome. campaign story mode remastered now i've just got three little things here mm-hmm. uh we've got sony delays the last of us 2 indefinitely cites global uh, the movie. crisis no uh, oh the movie i thought uh, oh the game the game yeah oh damn because they're they're working on another game right now and oh then, yeah, okay. the movie. I think I don't know how far along that is, but I can't imagine it's getting. Is it any movie, progress is the movie right with uh, Tom Holland? Oh, or, or which which, which, I, which is the movie with? Oh, oh Uncharted. Tom Holland was going to be uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got. Uh, God, there's been so many patches. I can only assume 
at least one person is playing Animal Crossing, but it's gotten like three or four patches this past week alone. Is that and, good or bad? Uh, it's kind of good. Uh, it fixed one thing where there's these random balloons that kind of float through and they have presents. And you can pull out your slingshot, boom, drops down. Sometimes it's like a crap load of money. Sometimes it's a piece of furniture. Right now they're running a bunny day event. So it's like an Easter thing for the next two weeks or week rather now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so many eggs. Is this constant eggs. So people were getting overwhelmed with eggs because most people don't really care for the things you can make with the eggs. Like you can make little egg lamps and egg shoes or whatever. Nobody cares. So they kind of adjusted the egg spawn rates or whatever you want to call it. And this Sunday, Easter Sunday, they'll be popping out like crazy. Sick. And then um, Resident Evil 3 released, right? Just last week. Yeah. So on April 28th. It's remastered. Remastered. Some remastered version, yeah. From what, PS2, I think it was? What? Oh, I, forgot, yeah. I forgot the original console. But uh, they are going to have a Kickstarter. I guess Capcom is teaming up with some tabletop gaming company. And on the 28th of April, they're going to have a Kickstarter. And you'll be able to buy Resident Evil 3 as like a tabletop game that you can play. Oh, what? Yeah. and then That's pretty cool. They said, I guess if they get, um, they have like different tiers. But of I course. guess there's something along the lines of followers or people that maybe fund it like 2000 then they'll release uh jill valentine like in her biker armor gear or whatever like a little figurine oh sick yeah so if they get enough people you'll get that special jill valentine thing that's pretty dope that's what i've got what about quotes we got quotes i got got a quote all right what movie and who says this uh p-a-r-t why because i gotta (laughs) i got it all right, let's see. How about champagne for my real friends and real pain for my sham friends? Oh, that's hilarious. Oh. That's brilliant. I don't know where that's from, but I oh, love that. Champagne right. for my real friends. And real pain for my sham friends. And real pain for my sham friends. That's great. Yep. I love that. It's going on my tombstone. Huh? <laughs> it's going on my tombstone. I was going on your tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, you guys. Yep. Well, that is Talking Pictures Podcast, episode seven. We are moving. Made it. And remember, you guys can listen to this on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Thank you guys for watching. We'll catch Peace you guys on the next out, one. Peace out, y'all. Peace.